door. Yes. We're gonna join Blue Man Group. <laughs> Leah, have you ever been on a spiritual ladies retreat? Uh, yes. <laughs> I've been on too many. Too many. Ladies How retreat. many is too many? One. One is too One. many. Sounds yes. fun. I, that sounds fun. Uh, I'd like to be a fly on the wall. Okay, way back in the day, I was a pastor's spouse, and and um and so I part of my duties included going on spiritual retreats. Now I have to say, like a duty, like you must go. Well, no, it's kind of like you're a leader. Unspoken, unspoken, unspoken duty. I see. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't like like you get paid to do that or anything. Like it's normal, normal if you go, but it would be seen as a big problem if you didn't go. Yeah, here's the thing: is the women who organized it and did it wonderful people. Yeah. It, it was more like it, it's not the people that's the problem. It's the the thing in and of itself. So one of my friends, I asked her to be like the because for those of you who've never been on one, there's usually like a speaker, a special speaker. Oh yeah. So I I enlisted one of my friends who's an, a wonderful person, mm -hmm. and we were driving out to the ladies spiritual retreat, and she was like so excited about it and just cannot wait to spend all this time with this wonderful woman, blah blah blah. And she's like, "Are you?" And I was like we've been friends for a long time so i was like nah these are not my things and then she just said hey it's okay not everybody's a retreater oh <laughs> <I was like, laughs> like that's right that's right i'm not a retreater it's just not my thing this is weird religion a podcast for people who know religion is weird but love it anyway i'm brian doke i'm a biblical scholar professor author and i'm just trying to be myself in the world <laughs> i'm leah Payne. i'm a historian author professor and it's just about midterms which is when i start my zany professor stage it happens every semester today we are reviving the kitsch corner with two artifacts <laughs> first-hand stories about a christian men's retreat join us So for new Weird Religion listeners. If you're new, if you didn't get into the first few seasons and 40 episodes. Yes, we had this little segment that we called the Kitsch Corner where basically we considered an item of kitsch, religious <laughs> kitsch, usually Christian kitsch because it's better to make fun of what yeah. you know. An artifact, if you will. Yes. And so, I mean, we have a special guest even to talk with us. Oh, we flew We flew we, in we a guest. We flew him in. We flew in a guest from Minneapolis because that's just a thing that we do <laughs> Yeah, now. We're, we're just, we've got so much money. Thanks, Wabash. So much <laughs> 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 just kidding. Totally just kidding. Um, but yeah. I'm not kidding. We yeah, we're going to we're gonna okay. talk about retreats. We're going to talk about a men's retreat. I We have two stories of men's retreats. We have... A certain individual whom I know well, he is my brother-in-law, Simon Troutman. Welcome, Simon, Welcome, to Simon. the studio. Hey guys. Welcome to the Kitsch Corner. Are you feeling kitschy? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very kitschy. Great to see you guys. Again. <laughs> yeah. You grew, up, you grew up in a, in a Christian household. Like, are you familiar with this concept of Christian kitsch? Like the kind of like weird artifacts and bizarre plaques and bumper stickers and stuff that like. You know, is this a is this a recognizable category? I, I am familiar. <laughs> what comes to mind, like when you think Christian kitsch that you have seen recently or that you have experience with, maybe even in your own house? I don't know. Sure, I what think comes to mind immediately. What comes to mind is 
almost every T-shirt I purchased from roughly 1994 nice. to 1999. Yes. The 90s were a very, I'm, very. I've just got time. one phrase for you. One by one. W o n by o n e. That's my. That's what I comes get it. to mind. I get it. I get it. With like a one crown of thorns. By one. Probably. Or all kinds of plays on the word sun. <laughs> S U N S O N Sunshine. Sunshine, yep, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um now look, just like the women's retreat is a staple artifact of, of Christian kitsch culture, so is the men's retreat. Well, I think I want to hear some stories about that I because mean, I feel like there's some cultural differences. I think we could, I mean, obviously we could do the Kitsch Corner about the women's routine yeah, and you could tell. Did you do nails? Like more of the tropes that come up yeah. and the things that happen. <laughs> did you do trust falls? I, I'm interested to hear a story from Simon about, you know, some, some men's retreat kitsch. And then I have one that I'm willing to share too. Yes. Um, I don't know if I should share it, but I'll, I'll take Simon's cue. However deep he goes, that's how deep I'll go. Okay. With my kitsch story. This? Um, with oh, it. Oh no. It's the start of something <laughs> really oh, no. good. That's already like a, me- that's already a men's retreat trope. Like I'll do it if you yeah. do it. Are we in this together? What are we doing? <laughs> like real men well, share their feelings on things. Real men. This is, come on. You thought this men's retreat was going to be about, you know, guns and hammers and work, but it's really about like, who are you? <laughs> what are your feelings? I feel like I'm at a, I'm I'm sitting at a campfire right now. It's a ca- oh, that campfire. was really good. A campfire you did the whole is emotional arc of the camp- <laughs> the retreat in just like ten seconds. I think a campfire is immense. What are some of the um, how many how many men's retreats have you been on, Simon? One or more? More, like yes. a lot, like like a lot more, like many of these things. Like you're you're a, you're a well versed men's retreater. I'd say half a dozen. Okay. Oh, that's, nice. That's, that's respectable. Mm-hmm. That's getting up there. Mm-hmm. I think. Do you think this is true or fair? I think a lot of people who th- who think about what a men's retreat would be if you've never been to one or you're just like unfamiliar with being part of a faith community, you'd think it was just like super, super like macho, chauvinistic, kind of like in the in all those ways. I've found them to be like very like touchy feely, like kind of drawing on the imagery of like flannel and cigars and men's culture, but actually not really engaging in that so much. But may I don't know. Like, do you think, what do you think? I think it depends on the men. I think, and that's cor- sort of why we're here to tell, to tell, quirky, to tell these to tales, tell, to, to tell quirky <laughs> stories. But when, um, when men drop the mask, it looks like different things with different men. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Every man's going to be different. And there's no two men that are going to be the same. Because it like snowflakes. Wait, I, <laughs> that totally went off the rails. <laughs> We're like snowflakes. <laughs> tell us, tell us, Simon. You have a particular artifact to share from a men's Please. retreat. Can you can you elaborate? Oh my god, you a- you asked me to share this, and I want. And I, I feel like it, this need this is. Uh, we'll, we'll close, and then you'll understand why I need I need to share a lot of prefaces a uh, prefacey to this. Whatever you need to do. Do it. But um, I think we all share a, a in, in our. In our religious upbringing, we all have some kind of charismatic or Pentecostal. Okay, okay route now we're getting there. We know it's gonna be good. Yes, yes. And so there's gonna be exuberant worship, people prophesying, etc. And I had to say, this fire. This is a tradition <laughs> that not only was transformative to my life, but the ecstatic, intuitive experience. Like it still love it. Rounds me, roots me. Nice. I'm just I'm grateful to be in this highly quirky, full of kitsch, and kitsch is maybe the, like the the less you know, it's it's a very it's a very intuitive, ecstatic, mm-hmm. spiritual experience. Well, wait, I've got one question for yes. you. Yes, because then this is going to help me gauge your charismatic experience. Were there tambourines in your church growing up? There were not a lot. Okay, That's okay, not a lot of tambourines. 
<laughs> not a lot. On a scale of one to some. one to five, how, how many tambourines? Well, you, well and, and again, when you grow up in the '80s in through the '90s, what you, what you started out with yeah. is not necessarily okay. What, okay, okay. What you what you ended with. The but, fact that you even knew to make that distinction tells me that you're in. Okay, but go. it was it was <laughs> it was not independent, so there are less streamers. Oh, streamers. Like, yes, streamers. But but this this story actually is about an independent Aww. Pentecostal. And I think Pentecostalism at its best is like is like improvisational jazz. Yes. Oh, somebody yes. Harvey in, Cox says that. Yes. Into its a line and then and then they pass it to somebody else and they pass it back. And there's something just beautiful and incredible about just something that comes together. And there are a few things that are worse musically than when people try to do improvisational jazz and it just <laughs> doesn't work and everybody and, and the and tambourine so, fails so, yeah so i was i was at an independent pentecostal men's retreat and this is a pretty you can tell when a pentecostal preacher has not been able to preach very often because they have like everything that's been oh yeah <laughs> every message every second wind. So i'm getting a sec i'm getting that Deep as a, cut. i'm Deep getting cut. that as a teacher right now because i'm not teaching as much oh, in person yeah, yeah, and so yeah. when i when i talk it's like a 58 minute what monologue. do you do you talk to your dog you're uh, like, totally, of course i talk to the air i talk to the trees like whatever it is <laughs> no but i totally get that so, so yeah. speaking of 50, uh, 58 minute yep. uh, monologue <laughs> So yeah. this is this is about fifty eight minutes nice, or so. It's about nice. an hour in to 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 everything that was on this man's heart. Yeah. Nice. And which again in improvisational jazz, some things are intuitive and beautiful and great, but then he he he, he goes in on this on this riff, which is <laughs> men, you know we're in a love relationship with our with our wives, right? Right. Whoa. Right. Yes. yes. And so you. And, yes. the, and then for for those that are in Pentecost, there's there's the amen and there's. Oh the yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta talk back. You gotta talk so, back. So so you know you know you know that there's that uh-huh. this is this is important part that that sex is important part of our life, right? Amen. Okay. Amen. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Again, amen. Like anybody w- that you can kind of see sure. where this is going, you're like, no, please, please don't. Go. Oh, but please. He do. said please we're in a love go. relationship with our wives. Sex is important. I thought this was spiritual. And oh if, no. And if you never and if you never had that part of your relationship with your wife, that would be really weird, right? Oh, totally. Right. Totally right. weird. Totally yeah. weird. And and he just had the crowd. You was a good crowd. You know, okay. an hour in, they're yeah. still they're still yeah. with him. And so he and 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 everybody's just kind of amening without necessarily yeah. being critical. Well, yeah, because they're probably tired. You don't be critical. Like, it's not a time for crit- yeah. not a time to be critical. Let's get to the s'mores. Yeah. Yes. So so he said, yeah. Well, so you know, you know that we're in a marriage relationship with the Lord, right? Amen. True. Amen. True that. True. true. That's true. We are. And you know when Paul says, "Protect the seed planted in you." Oh man. Oh man. Well, but why? But <laughs> is it? But I think your computer how, just responded. My computer's like, what? 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 <laughs> Actually, that was my daughter texting me for more screen time on Subway Surf. Oh, cute. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> so, okay, so it went from marriage, marriage, to, to love, marriage, seeds, to seeds being planted. Yes, which of course, is, as the you guys are the biblical scholars, um, it implies is, a sexual uh, this act. This is a Paul's reference to not, I think, what this gentleman was in was spontaneously, intuitively interpreting, and that's the yes. the, right. the, the promise and the pitfall of spontaneous, intuitive interpretation. Yes, and so and so so it it went like further in that direction. Like that was enough for me. <laughs> did, you, is that, did you leave? You were like, I'm I leaving. Did. I'm I did. Leaving. I I'd be did. like, I'm done. I just I, I got up and I left. Oh, you're dead. What's what's the next what's the next oh, move? Man. But I was I, I you know, you could say I was not in the spirit because everybody was yeah was was so con in chorus responding it was one of those indirect 
lines like I'm going to I'm just going to add a scripture like I'm thinking of a scripture yeah, and yeah. I'm going to add this and this is going to yeah. this is going to ground my theological thought and I'm, yeah and, and it's one of those <sighs> things that people say this and and I think if you probably were to sit down with that man yeah and play a recording of that statement yeah. to him yeah. and ask him do you think that has anything to do yeah with what like you, what you thought which what you said or right. what, what See, I think is the only interpretation of why would you why would you bring that scripture up there he would I I just I don't know this person from from Adam but yeah. I have a feeling that's not a that's not a sincerely held belief sure. even though those were words that came out of his mouth but he was doing the improv I mean it was it was it's one a, thought well, to the next it's a bad jam session see, it was a bad, I, I it just it went off the rails see, a little no, bit no no see see I am I'm having a totally different experience with <laughs> now I'm not a dude and I didn't go to the man man camp um man right. spiritual camp but I would want him to go like a hundred percent mystical there right like I'm thinking of like medieval mystics where they talk about oh very Saint John of the Cross like like Teresa of Avila Teresa where there's Bavala. some hot stuff there almost would make you Lord. blush would make you blush I read it out loud sometimes to my students when I'm doing like history of Christianity oh they, they get I've read it out so loud. uncomfortable Teresa of Avila she's awesome we do that in the, I've done that in the Psalms with students oh yeah they, they oh yeah they don't like they it. don't like it they don't it's like awesome. it it's awesome well there's always like a few fringe that are like yeah that's my yeah, favorite, like, right yeah um but so <laughs> what I like about that is that like it's that's not a like. There's a tradition there that I th I feel like Pentecostals kind of like sit on the outskirts of it, and every now and yeah. then they like they sort of back themselves into it. Like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. What was I just saying? Mm -hmm. But it it makes yeah. a certain kind of sense, right? Oh yeah. I I like it. I like a story like that. I totally understand why you felt uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, that makes. <laughs> I have a men's retreat for you, Leah. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I will tell the second artifact here, please. Um, and I was I was invited to a men's retreat i won't say where i won't say when but just that it occurred nice and i was invited to a men's retreat i actually i, I should be clear it, by way of preface as simon did as well i felt incredibly honored to be invited to a men's retreat i've been to a couple things like this Wow. and and much longer story than what i'm going to tell but i had a great time at this retreat and i left feeling spiritually and psychologically and personally invigorated in every way However, there were a couple of elements to it that were totally not what I was expecting. Okay. I thought to myself, eating pizza, sitting around with the bros by the fire, maybe getting a little bit hashtag vulnerable, but like yes. maybe two <laughs> out of ten vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was ready for and wanted. Yeah. However, oh, on yes. the very first night, there were some activities for us to, you know, open up and get to know each other. And some of these activities were things that I would have never anticipated. Like, for example... <laughs> The first activity, one of the first activities, had us all, like, 20, 20, 30 guys standing in a circle. No one, but, you know, some people knew each other, some people didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I knew barely anyone there. And the first, the leader says, all right, I want you to look around at the men in this circle. And I'm like, oh, geez, don't make us hold hands. <laughs> I want you to look around at the men in this circle. I want you to turn to the man next to you. Turn to the man next to you right now. Uh -oh. Just everyone facing a person. And I'm like, oh, geez. And they're like, I want you, don't think, just I want you to act. I'm going to count to three. I want you to tell this man the one thing that you don't want him to know about you. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. So that was just the beginning. Oh, man. 
bad. Second activity. Like wait, it. wait, wait. Hold up. What did you say? <sighs> I was hoping that it wouldn't <laughs> be like this. Uh, you know. You got to get hashtag vulnerable with, I, with our listeners. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there were. S- here's what I. Here's what I want to say. There were so many things like this that happened. Here, here's the question: You were going to mirror your your depth based on on my depth. I'm I'm going there. I, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. Thank you. Well, okay, I I'm getting there. Okay, I think you know I don't remember what I said. I do remember the person though that I spoke to. Uh huh. And I think I said something to him, kind of like, you know. I think I said something based on our relationship with each other because I uh, this was the one person I did know, uh-huh. person I came with. And we were standing next to each other, so they're gonna ask you to pair up and look at another guy. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at the guy that I know, and he was like looking at me like with these like eyes that were like saucers. <laughs> help like, me, help. And so I think I said something like, well, I I think that you think that I'm like you know blah blah blah, and I'm this way, and I have this great like life of like leadership and faith, but I don't, you know, and here's why, you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> And I think I said I've s- known you for a while and that's pretty that's like a Brian Doke TM <laughs> TM phrase <laughs> trademark okay but it went it went further though another activity stand in the circle look around at all the men here I want you to find the one man who scares you the most <laughs> I want you to walk toward him right now did like three people go toward you uh yes <laughs> <laughs> but I went toward somebody because we all had to yeah yeah this was part of a process. How, how did that work if everybody's going towards a different... Pr- it would only work That's if you both... That's so ex- awkward. Exactly, That's exactly awkward. like you think it would. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that there was... Okay, but it actually led to something that was a little bit sweet or that I did understand later, which was like, I think the the, the idea was... I think it was like there was some pop psychology stuff there okay. about projection. Right. Like sometimes the things we fear are things we really want to be or we fear okay. maybe someone who looks like our father. So the retreat very much um, went deep down into this idea of like thinking about like your parents. Okay. And like your attachment particularly to your mother. It was drawn I think on the spirituality of a book which is an amazing piece of pop culture kitsch in a way called Iron John. Okay. Which is a book I actually own and have read and have found some meaning and value in it. Some of it, not so much. But it's kind of like this spirituality of like that men have been. It's kind of like there's this guy. I think his name is John Eldridge. Is that a name oh, that comes yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a very John Eldridge thing. Like men, okay, men okay. have been. You grow a beard and you wear kind of flannel and you kind of are like mad at the church and you're mean and you're like the church is like kind of like made us into women. You're wild at heart. I'm yeah. wild at heart. That's yeah. his book. John Eldridge's yeah. wild at heart. I'm wild at heart, but the church has tried to make me tame. But it's like, how do I reclaim that wildness while still being emotionally vulnerable and not just like a stupid male cliche which is what i thought the retreat was going to be and what i was kind of guarded like i didn't want to get into that kind of stuff right like i didn't want to come home and be like a leader in my household and learn how to lead my wife to do like i thought Susan would be like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) i thought that's where it was going and then when it was all this stuff like find the man whom you fear or process this thing with a man who sees like a golden projection of himself oh inside of gosh. you. It was kind of like it was even more uncomfortable than I'd imagined it would be. But I will say that through it all, it kind of made sense in the end. And it was, you know what, actually, you know what I do remember about their treat most of all, though, they uh, that was enormously beneficial and that I need in my life so bad. They took away our phones oh, for like that's three nice. days. That's nice. 
That's nice. They took away our phones. And so I was like, the idea that I didn't have my phone for that time, it was such a breath of fresh air. So I even to have to go through some uncomfortable um, psychological, um, personal, spiritual, psychodynamic moments there. I think it was it was it was worth it. You know, okay, so I I appreciate this has been really fun listening to What have you learned about the men's other retreats? side? <laughs> well, okay, so here's here's uh, when I was a kid, they used to call men's retreats men's advances. Of course. Cuz like they're men not Men don't retreat. Re- they don't retreat. Men, men they do advance. advance. We do so there's so much stuff cuz you know I love to do gender studies. So I just want to like go on and on about that, but you guys talking about like your expectations and the sort of like both of you told stories about how the expectation of a certain kind of masculinity was like subverted mm-hmm. by a weird story about sex by a, by a sort of like Freudian kind of pop psychoanalysis yeah. of but so what I was expecting you to say was um, something more akin to there's this new book called um Jesus and John Wayne, How White Evangelicals Corrupted a Faith and Fractured a Nation by this, this historian named Kristen Cobes Dumay. And she basically argues that there's this kind of caricature of masculinity. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a song about Jesus and John Wayne, like about how like evangelical men are given this impossible task in many ways of embodying a kind of masculinity that's like American cowboy but mm. also like claiming fidelity to Jesus who, you know, one of the weird things about Jesus is that he's not John Wayne. <laughs> so True there's facts. like this sort of weird. And what I was expecting, because a lot of times when you go on women's retreats, there's like, you do these sort of ritualized acts that are meant to reinforce a certain kind of femininity. So it's like lots of nails, like you do your nails, you eat like delicious foods that are like yep. special you cry and that's the thing that that's why i'm such a fail at women's retreats because they're like I cry can't cry cry, Leah, cry now oh man you guys it's the worst when you're there because there's usually like you know the night before everybody leaves there's the the, the vulnerability time and there's some women who are so good at it and i'm just terrible <laughs> at it like i'm always just like man i'm really tired or i'd really like some food or something like that so that's just not my like kind of you know moment but it was fascinating listening to you all tell me about you were kind of expecting the traditional yeah. man stuff. Yeah. Like, and it's a, a very specific kind of American masculinity, obviously. Right. But um, you didn't get that. And it sounds like that was memorable, fun. Well, and the fun fact about John Eldridge and Wild, and Wild at Heart is that uh, El Chapo Guzman shared this with his team members. His, uh, the, his, uh, his uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No way. Do you way. mean El Chapo, the drug, the drug lord? I mean, El Chapo. The, I mean the, 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 the drug lord. What? Shared, uh, shared Wild at Heart. Wild at his. Heart, yes. Because? He, he found that compelling for his uh, <laughs> leadership development whoa, in whoa, his whoa, organization. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I'm Googling this as you're saying it. Holy smokes. Well, really? You know, the world, this all just goes to show you. Is that correct? Did I did I remember that correctly as you're Googling it? Uh, I'm sure you the did. The world of men's retreats is always going to be a little bit different from what you expect. 
Hey, thanks for listening, weirdos. Why did you say it so derisively? Uh, it's a compliment. <laughs> it is. For extras on subjects covered in this episode and other related jokes and miscellany, do not forget to follow us on the socials and visit our website, weirdreligion.com. This episode was produced by Leanne Drain and Ryan Smoke at our new studio space, The Bunker. Our theme music is by Cassie Blum and our artwork is by John Williams. A special shout out to the Wabash Center for Teaching and Learning in Theology and Religion for their support for these new episodes. Remember when you podcast, podcast with us.